just about everywhere you look, in the whole world, there are signs. There's the sign on the corner of Gordon and Galleon that says, Trinity by the Cove welcomes you. But I bet you haven't seen it because it's covered by tree branches. There's the sign that says the restroom is out of order, the one that says construction is ahead, the sign at the zoo that says don't feed the animals. Many of the signs we see, or perhaps the ones we remember, they are warning signs, signs that place limits on us, 30 miles an hour, and that's it. Of course, sometimes we follow, and sometimes you all get speeding tickets. Our prayer this morning is a prayer asking God to give us grace, his strength and his power, so that we will listen, really listen to the prophets. Now you might be surprised to know that if you look up prophet in a theological dictionary, there will more than likely be a very long article. I'm not going to read that to you today, for us today, I want us to think about the ministry of a prophet in the context of our prayer. A prophet preaches repentance and prepares for us a way to experience God fully. The prophet Isaiah foretold, he warned that a voice would cry out in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. And then John appeared in the wilderness warning people warning them to repent and that even a more powerful one than he would come. Prophet is a person who has supernatural knowledge enabling him to foresee and foretell, in part, God's plan and God's work. You could kind of think of it like Siri telling you that there's a crash up ahead and expect delays. We pray that we would heed the prophet's warnings to repent, to forsake our sins. And why? Why would we do that? So that we can experience Jesus' presence in our lives with joy. When you know Jesus, open your heart to him in your life, your whole life, and not just Christmas, but in each and every day, you will find and experience joy, which is deep peace, a sense of overwhelming love, whether the day is bright with blessings or choked with challenges. John tells the people of his time, and he tells us, forsake those deeds and those habits that draw us away from God. And then lean in to Jesus, lean into his call on our lives to live beyond our selfish ways and into a complete love of God and a healthy love of our neighbors. Well, that sounds like an easy enough warning sign to follow. But then one of the signs around us today, which is the crosswalk right outside that church, you would think it would be easy for people to see that and stop. More often than not, people refuse to follow that sign. They ignore it and they speed on through. It helps when I'm in my collar walking across the street, though. 
And when it comes to God, you know the to-dos, the not-to-dos. No other gods before our God. No idols, no murder, no cheating, no stealing, no false witness, no coveting. You can see all those signs as speed limit signs on a highway. Now, one of these earthly signs that I have a problem with, I can't really follow it all the time, is the minimum speed limit sign. Signs like on the highway that says minimum speed is 60 miles per hour. Well, I'm usually a slow driver. But I know that that sign is created and intended to make sure that the traffic pattern on the highway is okay and safe for faster moving cars. But as I read it, I like it more than a speed limit sign because it feels like there's no limit on my freedom, but I get to live in to driving faster. Well, a spiritual tool to help live into the prophet's warnings. I have two for you to think about today. One is bookish, and the other may be more accessible as you observe the world. Our Book of Common Prayer has a section that characterizes the Ten Commandments in a please-do way, rather than a no way. It's a minimum speed instead of a speed limit way of reading. So, no other gods before me becomes love and obey God and bring others to know him. No murder, which I hope is not hard for anyone here, becomes have a respect for life the life God has given to you. Work and pray for peace. Bear no malice, prejudice, or hatred in your heart. Be kind to all God's creatures. No stealing becomes be honest and fair. Seek justice, freedom, and the necessities of life for all people. And use your talents and possessions as one who must answer for them to God. Reading through and praying through this part of the prayer book is a great way to really think about your words and your actions and what is bringing you closer to God and what is keeping God at a distance. So the first tool is the prayer book and the next one is simply prayer. Remember that prayer is just a response to God maybe with a thought, maybe in something you do, maybe in something you say. A prayer can be found in a smile or a handshake or a hug. So I first learned to pray more deeply and consistently by using a warning sign as an excuse to pray. When you're on the road and you hear a siren, you're supposed to slow down and move to a side. Well, I used to work in a skyscraper in New Orleans, and so I heard many sirens street down below, ambulance, fire truck, police. Each time I heard a siren, I would stop what I was doing, and I would think, and I would pray. I hope they're okay. When we observe the world around us and take in all of the people that we see, we can use those moments to forsake our selfish thoughts and blindfolded dedication to a to-do and be present and respond to God's creation 
his will and ways. So maybe there are not as many sirens here in Naples as they are in New Orleans. But I know something that you see many times a day. Landscaping trucks. <laughs> there are tons of landscaping trucks. And the sound of weed trimmers and leaf blowers. What if every time you saw a landscaping truck or heard a leaf blower, you stopped and you prayed. What could the petition be? I'll leave it to your imagination, but, but, but one might be, wow, give me patience for all of the loud interruptions in my life, those things that really annoy me. Give me patience. We began thinking about our collect of the day, our prayer for the day, so let's end with one. May God give us grace to us, the moments of life, to listen to signs from Scripture and the world around us. And as we listen to those signs and warnings, may our prayers and thought and deed draw us out of our own wills and into your loving will for us and the world.